0: Hello, welcome to the good old days of radio show. This is John Tefteller, and we are doing a mini-series on married comedy teams. So we're going to continue along that vein. I guess uh, we are in times in which people want to laugh, (laughs) rather than be either scared to death or horrified by our Thursday-type shows, so they come to uh, listen to comedy more than... uh, other things right now, and that's fine. There's lots of comedy out there. Comedy can either be very good, uh, or it can be quite dated. So we've tried to steer away from the dated ones and stick with the ones that uh, could apply to anything going on in the year 2024, just as much as it did in 1949, when we hear this episode of Phil Harris and Alice Faye. Phil and Alice were married for quite some time. Alice started out as a, I I would say, big band singer, but she started actually before that, before they were actually big bands. She started as a personality type singer. She uh, married Phil Harris, and they started out on a show called The Fitch Bandwagon in 1945-46, it became so popular that they were given their own show, the Phil Harris-Alice Faye Show, in 1948, and those shows did not last a long time, because television was creeping in, but while it was on air, the Phil Harris-Alice Faye Show was definitely one of the best, funniest, well-written shows on radio, Uh, And just about every episode uh, has some really, really great humor that is just as fresh uh, today as it was back in 1949. In this particular one, Phil is going to be the volunteer fire chief. And so we will let that go and see you when it's done.
1: Good health to all from Rexall. time for the Phil Harris, Alice Fay Show, presented by the makers of Rexall drug products and your Rexall family druggist.
2: Good evening. This is your Rexall family druggist, taking a little time from behind the prescription counter this Sunday evening to speak for all 10,000 of us. The 10,000 independent druggists who have added the word Rexall to our own store names. You can always tell us by the orange and blue Rexall sign on our windows. The sign means that we carry the 2,000 or more drug products made by the Rexall Drug Company. They range all the way from aspirin to penicillin, and they're as fine and pure and dependable as science can make them. We independent druggists recommend them to our customers because we know you can depend on any drug product that bears the name Rexall.
1: Good health to all from Rexall. Now your Rexall family druggist brings you the Phil Harris Alice Faye Show, written by Ray Singer and Dick Chevrolet, with Elliot Lewis, Walter Tetley, Robert North, Janine Roos, and Whitfield, Walter Sharp and his music, yours truly, Bill Foreman, and starring Alice Faye and Phil Harris. <laughs> Last week, the Harris family went to Washington to attend the President's inaugural ball. They returned to California yesterday, and as we look in, we
3: find Alice, Phil, and the children at home.
4: Phil, wasn't that a wonderful trip to Washington?
3: Sure was. You know, we met a nice group of people there. You know something, honey? Our president, Mr. Truman, is a pretty regular guy.
4: I'll say, he certainly is. But while I was dancing with him, I thought it was very rude of you to keep cutting in on us.
3: It was not rude. I was being very respectful Everybody said it was an honor to dance with the president So I thought I'd ask him
4: Well, the children certainly enjoyed their trip back east, didn't you, girls?
5: Oh, yes Daddy showed us all the sights in Washington He took us everywhere except to that place where they make the money We wanted to see all that money, but Daddy wouldn't take us
4: Oh, oh, you mean the mint Well, why wouldn't he take you there?
5: He thought it was a waste of time He said, you have a larger display here at home
4: (laughs) Bill, you shouldn't say things like that to the children You know something, kids? If it hadn't have been for your mother's money
3: We wouldn't have been able to come home from Washington
4: What do you mean, Daddy? Well,
3: we were having trouble getting reservations on the super chief So your mother just up and bought the railroad (laughs) It's now known as the Atchison, Topeka, and Alice (laughs) Fay.
4: Oh, will you please stop Uh, Girls, I think you'd better run along now
3: Look, Alice, all kidding aside If your brother Willie ever finds out how much you spent in Washington He's gonna blow his top There's a guy that saves every penny he gets his hands on
4: Oh, Phil, that's unkind William is very generous
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah That kid just throws his money around He Don't care what bank it lands in (laughs) How can a girl as generous as you Have a brother as cheap as Willie?
6: I heard that, I resent it You're uncouth, you're a cad And good morning, Philip (laughs) Hey, Alice, listen to this kid go He's really spinning Old triple-tongue Faye this morning (laughs) Philip, please don't pick on me I feel bad enough as it is All right, I'm sorry What's the matter, Willie? I didn't sleep a wink last night My poor head feels twice its size I feel like i had been out on a binge
3: Well, it serves you right I warned you about drinking them (laughs) double-ovaltines
6: Philip, it's not from drinking You know I don't drink But I imagine this is the way a hangover affects you Just what does a hangover feel like, Philip? what? A hangover A what? A hangover How do you spell it? (laughs) Stop pretending You must know what one feels like I'd have no way of knowing (laughs) (laughs) Look, when you see Frankie ask
3: him I believe he once knew somebody that had.
4: leave him alone, Phil He doesn't feel well
6: What's bothering you, Willie? Well, I'm suffering from an affair of the heart. While I was away, Miss O'Connor broke our engagement, and now she'll never marry What are you
3: me. kicking about? What do you want to get married for anyway? When a guy gets hooked, he's like a ship that's tied up to a dock. Ah, but when he's single, then he's free to roam the seas with a different girl in every port. He
4: and a big. Two, sailor. First, <laughs> your engines. You're heading for a reef. Ram by my
3: own destroyer <laughs>
6: Well, I have to run along now I have an appointment with the mayor The town council's trying to find a new chief for the volunteer fire department Why do we need a new one, Willie? Well, because the old one was very lax in his duties While we were away, there was a fire in the public library It completely destroyed the cultural, arts, and science reading room Isn't that awful, Philip? Oh, that's a contastermony Laughter now, me and Frankie's got no place to hang out. Well, I knew you wouldn't understand, Philip. And to think yesterday at a meeting someone was foolish enough to suggest you as the new fire chief. Me? Hmm. You mean they wanted little old three-alarm Harris? They did, but I overruled the suggestion. Can you imagine any community with Phil Harris as fire chief? <laughs> what a frightening thought.
7: <laughs> Goodbye, Philip. Goodbye.
3: Guy's always belittling my ability I think I'd make a darn good fire chief I got a mind to call up the mayor and tell him I'll be glad to head his volunteer fire department
4: Calm down, in... Smokey <laughs> Calm down.
3: All right, in fact, I'm going inside right now and call the mayor And if they still want me, I'm going to be their new fire chief so
4: But, Bill, that... I don't think you... Oh, well, once he makes up his mind to do something, there's no stopping him He's always getting himself into trouble Well, he's as bad as Clancy <laughs> Clancy was a peaceful man, if you know what I mean. The cops picked up the pieces after Clancy left the scene. He never looked for trouble, that's a fact you can assume. But nevertheless, when trouble would press, Clancy lowered the boom. Oh, the Clancy, oh, the Clancy. Whenever they got his Irish up, Clancy lowered the boom, 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 boom. O'Leary was a fighting man, and they all knew he was tough. Uh, he strutted round the neighborhood, a shooting off his guff. Uh, he picked a fight with Clancy, then a sealed his doom. Uh, Before you could shout, O'Leary, look out! Clancy lowered the boom. Oh, You're the, the Clancy, oh, the, the Clancy. Whenever they got his Irish up, Clancy, Clancy lowered the boom, boom,
1: boom, 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 boom. boom,
4: boom. Now Mulrooney walked into the bar and ordered up a round. He left his drink to telephone, and Clancy drank it down. Mulrooney said, "Who drunk me drink? I'll lay him in his tomb." Before you could pat the top of your hat, Clancy lowered the boom. Oh, that Clancy! Oh, the Clancy! Whenever, Whenever they, they got, got his Irish up, Clancy lowered the boom,
3: boom, 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 boom,
4: boom. Now the neighbors all turned out for Kato Grave this wet night. McDougal said, "Let's have some fun. I, I think I'll start a fight." He wrecked the hall and kissed the bride and pulverized the groom. Then, quick as a wink, before you could think, Clancy lowered the boom. Oh, that Clancy! Oh, that Clancy! Whenever they got his Irish up, Clancy lowered the boom, 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 boom. Clancy lowered the boom.
3: Hey, honey, I just talked to the mayor. The job was still open, so I accepted it. All I got to do now is to go down tomorrow and prove that I'm qualified for the job.
4: Phil, please don't go through with it. Please, please.
3: But I gotta. They need me. Oh, you ought to be proud. Your husband's going to be the new volunteer fire chief Excuse me Where are you going?
4: To call all the women in town and tell them to have their houses, husbands, and children fireproofed oh.
3: Well, it's a fine state of affairs when a man's own mate has no confidence in him I, I'll get it, that's Frankie Think she'd be happy about my getting a job It's a great honor, and I'm proud of being picked as head of the fire department May not impress Alice or Willie, but wait till I tell Remley Guarantee you, he'll be proud of me Hiya, Curly Oh, hello, Frankie (laughs) Hey, come on in, kid I got great news for you Yeah, what's up? Frankie I'm gonna be the new chief You mean you're gonna run between here and Chicago? (laughs) They've conferred a great honor on me I'm an important guy If you were really important They'd make you the super chief
8: <laughs> I'd rather be the 20th century limited That runs in two
3: sections Ramley, I'm not gonna be a choo-choo train Well, then you got no news for me Wait a minute Now listen to me a minute They've picked me for one of the most important jobs in town Frankie, I'm gonna be the new volunteer fire chief well, clang, 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 and refill my extinguisher.
7: <laughs>
3: Curly, what do you know about fighting fire? What's there to know? If there's a fire, you put water on it. Fire and water. That's all I need to know. Yeah, you might be right at that. Ain't nobody
8: knows more about fire water than you do. <laughs> There's more to being a fire chief Than throwing water on a fire What do you know about fire prevention measures? Everything Do you mind if I ask you a few questions on the subject? (laughs) Oh, it's all so ridiculous
3: But if it'll make you feel better Go on, go ahead What's the best way to prevent pyromania? Brush your teeth twice a day (laughs) (laughs) What's that got to do with preventing fires?
8: Before I give this up in disgust I have one more question (laughs) All right, go ahead
3: (laughs) Go ahead, ask me anything
8: In your opinion, Chiefy yeah. What is the ratio of acts of arson As opposed to conflagrations Caused by spontaneous combustion?
7: <laughs>
3: Remley, that's a well-put question you got got
7: <laughs>
3: You like it, huh? Yeah, but you ain't going to get no answer So put it back where you got it <laughs> Curly, it's obvious
8: that you don't know anything About fighting fires If a fire started in this house You wouldn't know what
3: to do Are you kidding? The whole place could be blazing like mad And I could handle it I bet you could I bet you five bucks I could It's a bet You got a match? I ain't got a match I ain't got a match, but I got a lighter Wait a minute, this is my
8: house So? We'll get in trouble if we set fire to a stranger's house (laughs) Ah, You gotta be practical, Curly Look, the only way to find out how to fight a fire is to start one We ain't going to start no fire in my little abode <laughs> Just a little harmless one, Curly yeah. Nothing big
7: <laughs>
8: Look, we'll put some paper in that metal wastebasket and see
3: if you can handle it In that Matt me- Uh You sure nothing ain't going to happen? Huh?
7: <laughs>
8: Will you please trust in me? Yeah. <laughs> Now then, have you got any paper we can start the fire with? No, there ain't no paper
3: around here. Wait we him, never. Wait, had him, wait a minute. How about this magazine? You can't burn that, Remley. Hmm? That's a February issue of Radio Stars and Television magazine. It's got my picture on the cover. So?
7: <laughs>
3: won't be the first
8: time you've had a glow on.
7: <laughs> <laughs>
8: I just put it in the basket. Yeah. Now, I'll start the fire and you put it out. All right, but be careful, all Remy. All right, all right. Just put this match to it. <laughs> hey, Curly, it's starting to catch. As soon as it really gets going... Phil, you... Did
4: you see my... Phil, the living room's on fire. Put it out. We just
3: got it started, Frankie.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Frankie, throw some more paper on it now and keep it going. Okay, Get a great G. big one. Okay.
8: Have
4: you two gone crazy? Frankie, you put that fire out Sorry, madam
8: You're in the wrong department I just keep them going The chief puts Ah. them out Oh,
4: never mind I'll take this seltzer bottle And put it out myself
3: Alice, don't Leave it alone Don't put it out Don't Oh, look what you did You put out my little fire (laughs) Now I'll never become the chief
4: Bill Forget about being chief Call the mayor and tell him You can't accept the position Well, go ahead Call him We don't wanna Frankie If you don't mind, I'm talking to my husband. I don't mind. Go ahead and talk. (laughs) We'll listen, but I'm warning you we ain't gonna pay no attention. (laughs) Now, Phil, Phil, listen to me. If you so much as light another match in this house, I'll I'll cut every wire in your permanent wave machine. (laughs) You wouldn't dare.
3: Alice, I have to practice now. you heard
4: me. I don't want any more fires started in this house. And that's an order. Yes, ma'am. And don't you forget it.
7: No, ma'am. <laughs>
3: I admire the way you stood up to it, Curly. <laughs> Wait a minute, Remley She's
8: the boss around here mm-hmm. Must be difficult Living under a totalitarian
3: regime <laughs> Maybe we can have her exiled to Siberia Stop picking on Alice She wouldn't like it there mm-hmm. After all, you can't blame her For not wanting to start a fire In her own living room Now come on Let's go upstairs in my den
7: <laughs> Yeah, that's just
3: the place that room's all wood It ought to burn good <laughs> Now wait a minute We ain't gonna start No fire in no room We're gonna play it safe And we're gonna put a fire In the fireplace Yeah Fireplace That'll be
8: perfect We can close the flue And fill a room with smoke
2: yeah.
8: That'll give you the chance To practice rescuing a person From a smoke-filled room
3: Yeah Certainly Hey That rescue work That's an important part Of a fireman's duty, huh? Sure Hey, look, Remley what? When I take over This town's gonna have The best chief they ever had <laughs> You know something? I'm going to write the mayor and thank him for the opportunity
8: Why thank him?
3: Well, just to let him know I'm grateful You've got to show your gratitude Mm. Look, Remley, don't forget that in the wisdom of the sages Who have lived in all the ages You'll find a thread of thought that carries through Mm -hmm. And then if you'll only take a good look Through the pages of the good book You'll find what was behind their point of view because, you see, Remley, they took an interlude for gratitude. For the sight of moonlight and the warmth of the sun, and things that are shared by everyone. Every morning when you climb out, just stop and take some time out to thank the man upstairs. So thank your mother and your hardworking dad, and think of the time they must have had. On the road to fame and glory, just save some oratory to thank the man upstairs. Just a few days, little children, few days, little children, few days my children. for the folks downstairs. Just to find a land where everyone could be free, that little Mayfrau crossed the sea. At the first Thanksgiving dinner, they said, boys, we picked a winner. Let's thank the man upstairs. What was back of Lincoln when he made history? The same thing is here for you and me. When you face your darkest hour, you know where to go for power, just thank the man upstairs. It'll be a new day, little children, new day, little children, new day was made for all the folks downstairs. When things looked hopeless, think of General George, and what did he do at Valley Forge? There he stood one winter sundown And made his soldiers kneel down To thank the man upstairs It was a new day, little children, new day Little children, new day Was made for all the folks downstairs Someday the world will realize in their prayers That someone above runs our affairs So every night before you slumber For blessings without number Just thank the
8: I got a good fire Going in the fireplace Hey, did you close the flue? Oh,
3: sure What's <laughs> the with you? Smoke's starting to come In the room now Oh, good Hey, now look Here's what we're gonna do, Remley What? I'm gonna rescue you From this room
7: <laughs>
3: What are you gonna do? Carry me down A ladder, piggyback? No <laughs> Oh, no, let's do it The easy way Look, I got a net Now all you gotta do Is to jump out the window Okay, Curly Oh, uh, who, me? <laughs>
8: I ain't jumping out of no window for nobody I got too much to live for
3: But I need somebody to practice on Get somebody else Must be somebody around who won't be missed <laughs> Yeah, but who can you get that'd be willing to jump out of a second-story window? Hey, you Mr. Ca-
5: Harris, I want to see him and <laughs>
3: Well, if it ain't Julius, if he won't jump, we can always push him, him. a <laughs> hey, what? Hey, Remy, listen uh-huh. You think we might... Take a chance and let that little monster Jump into our net Why not? If we catch him, our
8: drill is a success And if we don't catch him Our drill is an even bigger success
3: Yeah We got it to lose Uh, He's light, he can't hurt the net Hey, come on in, kid
5: What are you guys doing up here? Hey, what's all the smoke in the room?
3: Hey, well, wait a minute, Julius We're doing a little research work And we'd like to have you help us
5: Research, huh? Sounds interesting What part do I play in this?
3: Well, now look Your part is very simple But very important
8: Yeah, that's right All you gotta do Is jump out of the window That's all
5: That's all he says <laughs> What have you guys got against me? Why are you keep Trying to do away with me?
3: We're not trying to do away with you This is a fire drill And you got nothing to worry about You'll be jumping into a net
5: Oh, that's different why don't you tell me I got a nip? That puts a different complexion on the whole thing. Then you'll jump? Drop dead!
8: <laughs> Let me handle him, Curly. I'll shame him into jumping. Julius, I know why you won't jump, and I'm ashamed of you. You're afraid. You're a
3: coward. You're a yeller.
5: You said it. <laughs>
3: Wait a minute, kid. Now, look, you ain't got nothing to be afraid of. When you jump, you'll land in this net.
5: This is a net? <laughs> ain't it kind of small?
3: Of course not. I caught some pretty big trout in this.
5: <laughs> I ain't no trout. I'm getting out of here. Now, wait a
3: minute, Julius. Wait a minute. Now, supposing you were in a burning building and your clothes were on fire, then would you jump?
5: Well, it's different. If my clothes was on fire, I'd have to jump.
3: Oh.
7: <laughs>
8: ah, darn, this cigarette light It never worked
3: Frankie! <laughs> Stop trying to light Julius It ain't human Don't do that Besides, he's still wet behind the ears He wouldn't burn well anyway
5: <laughs> You guys got the most gruesome sense of humor
8: <laughs> Come here a minute, Curly I got an idea What? Look, if we lock Julius in this room And the smoke gets thick enough He'll have to jump Yeah, sure
3: Yeah Hey, hmm? when I say the word We'll run for the door Right
5: What are you guys whispering about? <laughs> <laughs> what medieval torture are you planning for me now? <laughs>
3: You'll find out Let's go, Remley All Right, quick face again. (laughs) 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 Uh, uh,
8: He's starting to sound pretty good. He'll be ready to jump soon. Hey!
7: Let me out! This ain't buddy! I'm too young to
3: smoke! Uh, Hey, if the smoke's so thick, why don't you jump?
7: I can't find the window!
3: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right, this get, hey, this will get out of hand We better go in there and get him Open that door oh, get all right, him. all right Hey, uh, Bradley he's smoking uh, stick uh, I can't even see, Julius. Hey. Hey, oh, there he is He's over there I'll well,
7: have
3: to go in and look for him Hey, kid, where are I you? I can hear
5: him I'm
7: over here <laughs> I can hear
8: him
3: Hey, kid, keep coughing and we find you Yeah He must be over this way, sir. Yeah, keep coughing Hey, let's follow his cough Julius, keep coughing Julius Julius, why aren't you coughing anymore?
5: I don't know Unless it's because I found the door And I'm out in the hall When the smoke gets too thick, fellas You can jump Oh, no
3: Julius, no, Julius (coughs) <coughs> Julius, open that door. We can't last more than two minutes in there. Two minutes, huh?
5: <coughs> I'll open it as soon as I read this story in Liberty Magazine. <coughs> Reading time, two minutes and fifteen seconds. <coughs> oh, no.
7: Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, oh.
3: Thank goodness
4: you're all right, fellas. Oh, oh. <coughs>
3: Every bone in my body hurts. Oh, I ache all over. Yeah. What happened, Alice?
4: You were overcome by smoke, and Julia saved both of you.
5: <laughs>
4: oh.
3: Bless his heart. Hey. Gee, thanks, kid. Yeah. Hey, how'd you do it?
5: Oh, it was easy. I found a big net, and I put it below the window. Then I rushed upstairs and threw you both out the window into the net. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, gee, kid, that was swell. You should... Wait a minute. If you were down. Wait a minute, kid. If you were upstairs throwing us out the window, who was downstairs holding the net?
5: Oh, was somebody supposed to hold it?
1: Bill will be back in just a moment. Meanwhile, our Rexall family druggist gets a customer just before closing time.
2: Why, Mrs. Simpson, I was just about to close up. How come you're out on a blustery night like this?
4: I need some cough syrup for the children or I'd be right in front of the fireplace. Oh, that wind goes right through my coat.
2: Maybe we should try overcoats made of wood.
4: Overcoats made of what?
2: (laughs) Oh, I don't mean what you think, I was just thinking of those snug little wooden jackets that are placed on the bottles of flavoring oils in Rexall's laboratories.
4: Why? What are they for?
2: Well, uh, we'll take this cough syrup, for instance. Certain fine oils are added to it to give it a pleasant flavor and aroma, so those children of yours will like it better. But those oils lose some of that nice odor and flavor if they're kept in metal containers or exposed to light. So the makers of Rexall drug products keep them in glass bottles, which are then placed in little wooden jackets to seal out the light.
4: My heavens. All that trouble just so my youngsters won't make a face when they take their cough syrup.
2: Well, that's the way the Rexall people are, Mrs. Simpson. They give that same extra care and effort to all of the 2,000 or more drug products they make. It's just one more reason why we independent Rexall druggists are always telling our customers... You can depend on any drug product that bears the name Rexall.
1: You
4: know, I'm beginning to realize more and more why you're always out polishing that orange and blue Rexall sign on your window.
2: (laughs) Well, can you blame me? That sign means ours are the only stores where you can get Rexall drug products. Good health to all
1: from Rexall.
3: Folks, this is Phil Harris again. Somewhere in the United States right now, there is a little boy in a respirator, an iron lung. He's a victim of polio, and the complicated machine is keeping him alive. But that machine can't continue to operate, and that boy can't continue to live without your dimes and dollars. So support your National Foundation for Infantile Paralysis. Join the March of Dimes. Send your contributions to your local March of Dimes headquarters. Thank you.
1: This program was produced and directed by Paul Phillips. The part of Frankie Remley was played by Elliot Lewis, and Julius was played by Walter Tetley. Alice Fay appeared through the courtesy of 20th Century Fox. This is Bill Foreman wishing good health to all from Rexall.
3: This is... Uh, M- uh, boy, don't tickle those musical fugitives from a pawn shop yet. I want to remind a little old lady in Boston that the Fred Allen Show follows immediately over NBC, the national broadcasting company. <laughs>
0: Okay, and that should be a reminder to me that we need to find a Fred Allen and Portland Hoffa show for this uh, married couples uh, thing and extend it out a week, maybe after the Jack Benny birthday celebration. Benny and Allen always went together well, so that sounds like a good plan, making it right here, live on the podcast. Okay. Uh, Phil Harris, Alice Faye, January 30th, 1949 back next week with Ozzy and Her- no not Ozzy and it yet Fibber McGee and Molly Fibber McGee and Molly was on for years and years and years and um, some of the shows are quite good so we will hear an episode of Fibber McGee, and Molly next Tuesday and on Thursday we are still doing uh, Escape with Keith Scott and uh, this one will be The Vanishing Lady so in case you want to do something other than laugh and listen to some good drama, uh, check in with us on Thursdays. But Tuesdays will be comedy for a while. Okay, see you then.